Yo, it's here. It's really here. This is Timo, and school's in session. Hey guys, this is Tim Morgan, a.k.a. Timo, and you're listening to the One School Podcast, the podcast where we share the many comedic, sometimes embarrassing, but all-around laughable stories from education. If you've been a part of education in some way, a student, teacher, principal, superintendent, maintenance, IT custodial, lunch worker, bus driver, student teacher, and with but or all around toward any of the above, and yes, even parents, we want to hear the hilarity, but more on that later. Today's episode, special close friend of mine, Dude, we got into some good mischief as well, like, like I have most of mine, but dude, a little bit more. We, we, I'd say me and you antagonize the kids sometimes, um, but we've done some good stuff. I have Mr. Stewart on the show today. Mr. Stewart, how are you doing, man? Hey, Tim. I'm doing great, man. Good, dude. We're, we're in that summer break. Uh, you enjoying it so far, dude? It has been completely busy for me this summer. Yeah, yeah. In, 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 in kind of good ways and bad ways, as I've heard before. So that's, that, that, that kind of comes with some weight there. But um, we're getting ready to get back into school. Now, are you ready for that? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> After last year, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to react this year. So. Dude, right? Like, I, 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 I feel like I just don't know what to expect, but I know to expect just about anything and everything. I think, you know, if, the, if last year taught us anything, it's that you have no clue what's coming. Right? Dude, it's crazy. So it's been, it's been, we got this summer going, we're taking a little break, looking at coming back, don't have no idea, no clue what to expect, but we're ready for just about anything, especially, especially after the 2020, 2021 school year. But, so Mr. Stewart, a little bit about you so my listeners can get a little bit of background. What do you teach and what grade level do you teach? Well, I, I teach social studies, so a um, little bit of everything in social studies, but I've uh, taught eighth grade and seventh grade for the majority of my career. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of middle school. Okay. So yeah. So seventh grade, eighth grade and your wife also is a teacher as well. Is that correct? Well, not anymore. She's okay, actually an assistant principal for the last couple of years. Let's go even bigger. That's good. That's good. So you guys are kind of like the education household in general anyways. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good. 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 Uh, so you've been doing, uh, mainly middle school social studies about how long you've been teaching. Uh, I started teaching back in uh, 2011. Okay. So, okay. So you've been on it for a, a decade now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Goes quick. It goes quick. Um, so let's go do this. Think about you as a learner, um, and about how you were as a student, you know, social interactions academically, uh, and sports, things like that. Think about how you were, think about how you are as an educator. And I want you to tell me, well, first of all, describe how you were as a, as a student. And oh my God, that was horrible. <laughs> but then, okay, then, here, this is where it's going to get good. Then you got to tell me, how would you be in your own classroom? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, all right. So, I mean, I guess as a student, uh, my biggest problem was um, I was a huge know-it-all. Okay. Uh, and, and not that um, I actually studied and everything or anything like that. I just happen to have a really good memory. Yeah. And it's just, it's gotten me through everything. Uh, so I can remember what the teacher is writing on the board at any given time. Mm-hmm. And I've never really had to crack a book. Yeah. So I was that kid that you'd tell, you got to study for this test. And I'm like, yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> yes. Never happened. Oh. And then they'd be like, you're, gonna, you're not going to do well. And I'm like, okay. And then I turn do and well. a paper <laughs> or something. I, I mean, uh, I was that, that kid that the teachers hated because of that. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
But uh, truthfully, you know, in middle school, I didn't care about, you know, school very much. Like when I'm looking at my kids today and I'm like, man, when I was your age, I, I understand. I understand. Mm-hmm. I, I was not all about academics. I, I was like a C student in seventh and eighth grade because I was way more concerned with like sports and girls and yeah, everything yeah. that wasn't school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and, and, and I mean, if I could get away with something, I probably was trying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, that changing, you know, I got to high school and all of a sudden I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta actually do some stuff. Right. Um, so I went from being a, a C student to a straight A student. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Which is funny. Cause like that also brings in the fact that like not all students that do poorly, even in school, aren't necessarily it's, be, it's not necessarily because they're actually bad or they don't understand the content sometimes it's just they don't apply themselves or they're distracted by something else and i mean i was horribly distracted by girls i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was probably my biggest distraction but at the same time you know i uh i just i was bored oh yeah, my god dude, yeah, uh, and, and, like the way they used to teach me growing up in like the 90s and stuff it was just oh my god i, I was bored out of my mind yeah i bet i bet um, I, it's funny going back to your photograph, you're, you're pretty much, I, I I'm calling it photographic memory, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I have an eidetic memory. Uh, okay. So it's a partial eidetic memory. And basically it just means that I can, uh, look at something and kind of memorize what it is. Yeah. So, the, so the people listening, listen, this dude, I, I can attest to his knowledge, like his actual knowledge. So we took, uh, I went on, I think just two of them when I worked with you together when we were when we worked together, like I, I took two trips to they took to New York City. The eighth grade uh, groups took to New York City, and the teachers that were kind of together were in charge of just kind of looking over, like overseeing the parents and making sure they were kind of uh, taking care of their groups because they would take groups of kids, usually their own kids and their friends and stuff like that, to kind of lump together and they can mosey around the city. There were some things we could do each day, but uh, for the most part, it was them. So when we as teachers decided to get about, we were like, "Yo, where are we gonna go?" And we're like, okay, let's go here. And they were like, um, how are we going to get there? And we'd be like, Stuart, navigate. And dude would literally, he'd be like, well, we need to take this train over here. Well, we're right here right now. So let's turn, let's go north. And I was like, dude, I don't even know where north is, bro. I don't know where we are right now. I'm turning down this street. There's another street that says this. I have no idea where we are, dude. I don't know how do you even know where north is. Dude would know what subway he needed to go on. No map, no nothing. Just wander. Like, this dude would just go. And I would just follow him. I didn't care. And I knew where I was. Like, dude knew where he was going. I was like, sweet. And then, like, we'd get off the subway stop, wherever we need to get it off. And we'd go up to the street level. And he'd say, all right, two blocks this way. And we're like, sweet. We just head down that way. And sure enough, right at our destination. Dude knew where he needed to go. Didn't need to look at anything. It was dope. I mean, talk about tour guide. I mean, Stuke. Stu, you could take up like Uber if you really wanted to, dude, and just like take people all over the place. <laughs> I'm not advertising for it, but listen, people, the dude's legit. He's the real deal. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think the best part of that whole thing is the fact that you're from New York. <laughs> that is true, dude. That is so true. I've, I lived in New York for literally eight years, and the dude knew, dude knew the city better than I did. Um, so that, that, that just goes to show you the dude had a good memory. So that's good. Stuart is the man. Um, so would you, how would you think you would deal with yourself in your own classroom, Stuart? Oh my God. Uh, you know, honestly, I've had a few kids that kind of remind me of me Yeah. over the years. And, um, I, I think the best thing I can do for them is engage them. Okay. Like, and truthfully, just finding the thing that they're interested in latching on, 
Um, like for myself, you know, if you could get me involved in some kind of competition, mm-hmm. I was yeah. in. Yeah. Like, oh man, uh, if you, if if I could get into a competition about something, I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. So um, you're all, but that you're was just me. Like, I was. Yeah, you like you're you're a big. Uh, uh, I mean, you're a gamer as in the sense of gamer playing video game stuff too. But like, you like the competition. You like any type of pitting people against each other like hey who can do the best like always that, that's just what you jump right into any type of game and i'm i'm in it does awesome. it doesn't matter if it's a video game or if it's a board game or you know we're just having a you know a competition in sports or i, I don't even care if it's a race with a kid out <laughs> during lunch or something or during recess right. it doesn't matter i'm in it's yeah, like whatever yeah. let's go yeah that's always and that's always especially for middle schoolers too they i think they need to see you in different lights and i think that i think i remember just even being able to work together with you, like a lot of the kids, like you, they took to you because there was a challenge and they were like, yo, Mr. Stewart said he could beat me at this. Yo, try him out. I remember when, dude, we were in, uh, we were in school together when I say school together, we talked together when Fortnite became big. And I remember kid <laughs> after kid would come in and be like, yo, Mr. Stewart said he could play Fortnite. And some kids like, no, I'm going to trash him, dude. I'm going to like quick scope him and all kinds of stuff. No. Next day they come back. They're like, yo, he's actually really good. Duh, dude. The guy, you don't even know this guy. Like, He's, he's all about the competition. He's going to smoke you easily. No problem. And, and I'm going to be honest that <clears throat> that happens every year. Like we've, we've always got some kids that are just like, I don't, I don't believe he can do it. I, I've even got teachers that tell me, I don't think you can do it. <laughs> like, like Mr. Morgan, for instance, dude, I've done it, man. I've, I've been a doubter. He, he has been a doubter. He's been a doubter. He, uh, he actually didn't believe that I could still do a backhand spray. Now I'm not spry anymore. I am not a young guy. I am no longer, you know, a thin guy either. I'm a pretty big guy. Uh, and he, he's like, there's no way you can do this. So Mr. Morgan and I went outside. What yep. happened to him? What happened? Yep. Dude, I, I still have, I can, it's probably deep in the recesses somewhere, but I have video evidence that this dude did a backflip before my eyes. No, he didn't do one folks. He did three because he wanted to make sure it was perfected. I was like, dude, you can stop, man. You can, I saw you do one. Like, you don't need to do anymore. So he decided to continue doing more. Three, folks. Three of them. So the man still got it. And if you put him to the challenge, he will do it again. I'm sure if he, when he turns like, yeah, I'm sure if he turns like, when he turns like 50, you could ask him, he'll still try to do it. Like, that might be a little harder than <laughs> That'll be bad, but he still will try to do it. I think that's, that's, that's dope, though. I, dude, I think one of the coolest things is that, um, and I might be getting ahead of myself, but I think one of the coolest things that we were able to do when I taught with you there, me, you, and Cox were able to do was, especially talking about influencing the kids, dude, like was the doing basketball. the basketball, dude, that basketball thing, man, like that. So the group that we started that with just graduated and like, Oh my gosh, I feel old. right. How about the coolest part about that is that when I, so since I'm now working at the high school, I saw these kids walk through graduation and sure enough, dude, they knew exactly. Yo, Mr. Morgan, what's up, man? Yo, remember when you and Mr. Stewart, Mr. Cox play ball with us? That's the only thing they remember, man. And it's like, Dude, I made that huge impact on them. And they, of course, their buddies are like, yo, you don't know who this dude is. He played ball with me when I was in middle school. And like, who knows what we helped out. But like, that was a fun time for us, man. Like, that was a big you time know, for me to understand like relationship over content kind of deal. Like, yes. And, and I can't stress that enough. I mean, honestly, if you think about back on your middle school experience or even, you know, a lot of your high school experience, how many times do you remember sitting in a class learning something? Yeah, you don't. You don't. You don't. I mean, you really don't. You you remember you were in that class. You don't remember yeah. everything you learned, but you remember that relationship you built with certain teachers. 
Yeah. I mean that, and, and that, and that's the, that's the thing, man. You, it's half the battle is just getting a relationship or rapport with kids. Yeah. And if you can do that, it makes everything else so much easier. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. We're going to come back to that later, but all right, Stu, any stories? I mean, we'll start with like, dude, 2021 was nuts in general, as far as like, vir- I don't know if you taught any virtual classes or if you did like both. Um, so did you end up doing a mix? All, all I did was I had, I had hybrid classes at the start of the year. I didn't have a, um, a, a pure virtual class or, okay. you know, pure in-person. It was hybrid at the beginning. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you, that was, that was an interesting way to teach. Yeah. Yeah. Did you come up with, were there any incidents that were, you just had to just like laugh? You're like, you know what? I'm going to throw my hands up this time. I don't even know what just happened, but this is I'm going to tell you, parents, please, when your child is on a Zoom call, <laughs> put clothes on. <laughs> put clothes on. <laughs> I had to like completely close out my whole class because I had a parent come in and she was just naked in front of the entire <laughs> class. And I'm like, no, cancel, cancel, close, close. Trying to get all the kids out. Oh, man, that's oh, crazy. It, dude. it was so bad. And I, I had to send an email home to all the parents Oh man! and uh, all the kids. And then I had to have a one-on-one conversation with the parent, which was really awkward. After. Super. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, that was probably my biggest like Zoom problem was I had, you know, it, the problem was <laughs> it didn't just happen once. She did it twice. Oh, she did it twice. And, and gosh, um, you'd think they'd be embarrassed after the first time. Yeah, I and I don't know what happened, but uh, next thing I know, she was yelling at her kid, and I'm just trying to get her off the screen. So oh, I, I I don't know. It was just that was probably my biggest incident with Zoom was just having a parent show up without clothes on. Oh, that's incredible! That is so incredible. No yeah. man, this, now this I did have sure. a lot of kids trying to play video games, and then I'm asking them questions and can clearly tell they're playing video, play games. video games. Yeah, yeah like a second screen or like right on the screen that they're supposed to be using. Well, and then it, it gets really great because I'm calling them out and I'm talking to the rest of the class and all the other kids are laughing. And then I'll say something completely different. I'll say, okay, listen up. As soon as, uh, you know, I say this question, I need everybody to do, to just, just go out and laughter and yell as loud as you can. And all of a sudden the kid would hear it. He'd like, look back at the camera, like what's going on? Only one not paying attention. It was great. Yes. Oh man. Dude, that totally takes like the the the, the saying of comfort of your home into a different level because it's like, dude, yeah. you need to know what's going on. You need to be aware of your surroundings. Um, yes. And then, of course, and, like, and- dude, we grew up with the technology moving forward as it was. And so, like, a lot of the kids, like you said, that they may be playing video games, but, dude, we knew, we know the ins yep. and outs of these things. <laughs> Like, it's us. like they, I, I love that they think they can get over on us. It's like you're not getting over on us, okay? Mm-mm. It's okay. They, they still do that in the classroom, though. They'll still try to get their phone under the desk, and oh, you're looking at your lap. I wonder what you're doing. Yes, because your lap has changed in the last five minutes because you changed clothes in the last five minutes in the class, which would be extremely awkward for everybody. But you didn't. Um, yeah, dude, uh, we've been there, man. Like we know the the ins and outs. Like we did it before. Oh, man, I, but... I can tell you and can contest. I have absolutely done that stuff. In <laughs> okay, Stu. So how about some stories? Maybe you have any stories, not from just this year, but just in your teaching in general. You got a decade under your belt. What are some funny moments that you had or even some moments that you had uh, as a kid? I mean, like anywhere from like pranks to like just funny answers to questions or just like 
kids you were like, this kid was just absolutely hilarious because they just, I don't know, did whatever. Just throw them out you there know, if you I, got any. I'm going to start off with one that's not a kid. It's a teacher. Okay. Do Yes. Yes. I need those. I don't have a lot of those. So, so here's the thing. We, bringing us back to the New York trips that we went on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, your first guest on your podcast. Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> I miss Dylan. We yes. were on a bus together. Oh, yes. So, I forgot about this story. So Dill was basically uh, – I, I was the bus leader. She was on there with me, and we're just trying to keep the bus together. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had the most horrible bathroom incident. Yes. Yes. And, and I can't tell you enough how bad it is to have to go to the bathroom on a moving bus that you're going to be on for like 14 hours. Yup. Yup. I remember. So this. she heads to the back as quiet and nonchalant as possible, and she's back there for maybe 30 minutes, like Yo. just horrible. <laughs> yes. And all of a sudden, kids are like, "Oh my god, it smells so bad!" Yeah. I had kids coming up to me like, "Something died in there." <laughs> Can you check? Oh, that's so crazy! And then it's, it was even better because you know they went back to their seat. I'm like, "No, you're okay. Just go back to the seat." And Dill comes out, and they're yeah. all looking at her, and she is like just red as can be, Bro. blushing out of her mind. Gets all the way back to the front and goes, "Oh my god, that was horrible." <laughs> The walk like, of shame. They're like, don't worry, nobody, nobody cares, nobody cares. It's it's okay. It, it happens. It happens. For the next hour, kids are just coughing, kind of gagging a little bit back there. <laughs> it's just awful. And she then she leans over and goes, "I've got to go again." Oh! <laughs> she goes back, sits back on the toilet, and all of a sudden, she Marcos people on her <laughs> yes, phone. the Marco Polo. She's like, it. she's she's like. I'm in the middle of pooping in the bathroom <laughs> and everybody knows it's me. This is the best. Just like so embarrassed. It was so great. Uh, we finally get to the hotel that night and kids are getting off the bus. Like, Oh my God, I can't be on the bus with this deal anymore. <laughs> Dude. So good. I do remember this. Oh, uh, but that was so, I remember, I remember there was like a huge group chat about this too. After a while. Oh, and like, we, we had a huge thing. Like she marcoed people and like, she probably had to go like, four times while we were on that bus that day yeah. and like she was marcoing and we're just all talking about how bad dill is doing and like every time we'd stop somewhere we're giving her grief the entire way on this yes. trip yes. Um, oh man so good. and that was just on the way to new york so the way back home was even better we just oh, gave yeah. her so much uh just guilt trip straight up you know hard time as we could yes yes I so it was, was it was so great good. I don't remember. Did she? If it was it like she ate somewhere and it like? Yes. Yeah. I don't remember. So she ate somewhere and all of a sudden it was going through her. This is bad. It was bad. But I do remember <laughs> that was freaking hilarious. Yes, because oh, we were just, dude. The memes were flying and we just kept going. I do remember the Marco too. That was unbelievably incredible. <laughs> Never forget, uh, dude. That was always one of my favorite stories with her on that trip. And then the next year, Cox got to come on the bus with us. And, he, and the first thing he said when he got on the bus was, all right, Dill, did you eat okay? Because <laughs> yes. he knew what happened. Oh, so good, man. So good. So good. Yes, those are good stories. Those are good stories. Um, other ones, dude, like any, you know, any, or a teacher ones or teacher ones, because like we haven't had many teacher ones. Well, let's see. Uh, let me give you one from back when I was a kid. Okay. Um. So I, I was kind of that little pain in the butt and, <laughs> and truthfully, uh, it, it wasn't expressed more until I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And we were just doing all kinds of crazy stuff um, just because we could. Uh, So we were getting away with all kinds of stuff. Well, we had done um, the high school that I went to uh, in Michigan. We had an open campus lunch. Okay. And what that meant was basically you'd have your first two periods Mm -hmm. and then you'd get to go to lunch and then you'd come back for your third, fourth period. Okay. So you could go to lunch wherever you wanted to. Well, that open campus lunch became crazy. It was all kinds of fun every which way you went. Um, but we would try to uh, like basically skirt the system all the time um, mm-hmm. because our security guard that we had, if you brought him back something, you'd get back in late and everything. Let's so go. We, we basically, I had uh, my third period was wood shop, which was like uh, an easy class, really, really easy class. Yeah, yeah. And the teacher didn't even know everyone in the class let alone if you were there or not. Like, that's, that's this guy. He's just straight up old and, and very there, old school. Yeah. Just didn't care. He was there to just show you stuff. Yeah. Um, but we would end up going to all kinds of places. And then we just bring back like a burger for the security guard and just sneak into class for the last yeah. like five minutes. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't tell you how many classes I, I basically skipped of Woodshop yeah. uh, because of that. But then again, it was Stuart. So, folks, he, he was the kid he loved to hate because he already knew all the stuff because he just listened for like five minutes, do a little recap, and was like, all right, sweet, I'm going to go ace this test. Boom, done. That's what I did in college, too. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, literally, I took uh, like a, a biology class in college mm-hmm. um, and showed up for five classes. Dang. The first day and the four tests that we had to take. That's it. That's that was it. it. Oh, man. And, and four point of the class. Well, it's probably because, I mean, they gave you the curriculum. They gave you the book and you just were like, okay, if this is based off the study guide of the book, boom, I'm good. Yep. Um, dang, with a memory like that, man, that's solid. That's solid. That's solid. Yeah. Uh, it, it made college a lot of fun. Yeah. Good. That's good stuff, man. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. As far as other teachers go. Yeah. Yes. Let's see. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. We have a teacher at our school who's, who's new to, newer to our school. He wasn't there when you were there. Okay. But since he's arrived, we have pranked this guy yes. at least once a month. Yes. Like just we'll do all kinds of stuff. And he just gets so upset. It's great. Uh, like, <laughs> and, and not like he's like really mad or anything, just more like, what the heck? What's going on? <laughs> like his, the, the reaction is good. Coming from. Yes. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so we had uh, kids working with us mm-hmm. on the hall to uh, basically – confuse him as to who's doing it to him mm-hmm. so we would move like he'd go out to like recess duty or go to go to lunch or something and we'd move everything on his desk like completely rearrange he'd come <laughs> back and like can't find anything uh we we've had it to where um we've literally turned his entire room around um moved all the desks put them in one corner oh. um just made it really really hard uh we've uh stickied his his door like put post-it notes all over his door yeah. and wrote messages all over it everything every one of them about him oh yes uh we'd basically we were bringing all kinds of like uh, uh skills up about like his basketball skills or mm-hmm. his his uh football skills or whatever we'd talk about him and then he'd go out to recess and try to prove otherwise and yeah. fail miserably oh, let's go 
so like we just antagonize him so much uh, to the point where he actually sat down in the middle of the hallway one day and was just like, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> 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 he just sat down. And, you're like, Dude, and the what, kids what? were like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we just, we didn't know what to tell the kids. We're like, don't worry about him. <laughs> just go no, on good. He's good. Just keep going to class. Oh, that's so good. Dude, I didn't have, I was like, I haven't had anybody like, I think most of the people I've had on here are, were either like goody two shoes or just kind of like, they just kind of played it good. So like, there are no pranks. So like, I'd love to hear pranks. This is good. And these are clean Boy, pranks too. I, I that's kind of crazy. Prank, man. <laughs> like, I know, man. The, your replacement? Mm-hmm. Yes, I try to get her at least once a week. Oh, so good! Like so good. The the biggest thing is she she gets so scared so easily mm-hmm. by things she's not expecting. Yes, and so I will literally just come around the corner, come up behind her, and be like, "Hey, what's up, Ola?" Bro, <laughs> and you know, jump. yes, like, and you know really that room too because that room, like, yes. the the entrance is from like the back of where you would normally teach. So like, if the door's open, you could sneak in, dude. Nobody ever know, dude. There'd be plenty of times where I've been sitting at that office and you, you're just like, hey, Morgan. And I'm like, whoa, dude, what in the world? Stop that. Don't scare me. Like, no, I just walked in to say, hey, dude, like I, I wasn't trying to yeah. scare you. Dude. Yes. But, I mean, honestly, probably about 80% of the time I'm trying to scare her. <laughs> yes. Because honestly, she jumps like crazy. And if there's kids in there with her, it's even better because they're, they're all laughing. Yes. Like oh, they know yeah. it's coming and she doesn't. And it's just great. Dude, they need that. They need that good reprieve too from like just the classroom atmosphere in general. Like seeing their teacher get humiliated, just like out of ordinary. Oh. It got so bad one day. She said I scared her so much she almost beat her pants. Yes. Yes. Like, All right. Well, that was that was the goal. All right. You're like getting closer, getting closer. Yep. Yep. We're almost there. So good. That's so good, man. Oh, that's awesome. She, she had a. Uh, I, I want to say it was a box of pencils or a like a, a container that just had a bunch of pencils in her hand mm-hmm. one day. And they went everywhere when I scared her. Like she just launched them. <laughs> so I and felt really like, bad. And I was like, oh, I'll help you pick these up. <laughs> there we go, man. There we go. That's good. That's good. Um, any other quick ones you can think of? Cause then we can switch gears. You know, on top of my head. Oh man. I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Dude, and sometimes, head. and you know what? Sometimes it takes them a little bit like listening to other people saying stuff like that too. So that's not a problem. I totally put you on the spot for a lot of stuff, but definitely want to have you on here for sure. Um, so let me switch gears just a little bit here. Go for it. So you, you became a teacher. Um, did you have, or maybe, it, and I didn't even think about this either when I was talking to other, other um, uh, people, um, who, like, shout out to your favorite teacher and how they influenced you. Wow. Uh, truthfully, mm-hmm. I have had three teachers in my life that have been major influences to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one was my ninth grade uh, geometry teacher. Uh, as I was not a real math person, yeah, he was just awesome. He turned everything kind of into a game for me. I mean, he just made me actually enjoy math for a change. Yeah. Um, what was his name? Mr. Peters, Robert Peters. Uh, Peters. I don't know. I don't even know if he's still teaching right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's just he'd already been there for many years before me. So yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I had uh, Mr. Skelsey, my. 11th grade English teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he took writing for me to a whole new level uh, because not only was he my English teacher, he was also my drama teacher. Let's go. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. And so he was the one that kind of explained that, you know, writing uh, isn't just, you know, getting the paper done. Mm-hmm. It's all about, you know, it's, it's all about what you put in that paper. 
Like, how are you portraying yourself through what you're writing? Yeah. Um, and that really, you know, resonated with me and kind of made a big difference in my, my, I, I just high school as well as college career. Um, he basically showed me a whole new way to write and it's, it's helped dramatically, you know, dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the last one was, uh, my senior year, I had a, my, my calculus, calculus teacher. Mm-hmm. There's also my logic and ethics and physics teacher. Let's go. Um, there you go. Uh, he was the most down to earth guy I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And he also did this thing called the road rally with all the seniors. Um, and basically it was this giant scavenger hunt all around town. Yeah. Um, basically a 10 mile by 10 mile square area where he put out clues that were all done with like math or physics or, you know, general knowledge questions. Yeah. And you had to go find the next clue based on those clues. And it was just a huge senior thing where we all started at his house and we all had to end up at his house after finding the clues. First ones back as a team won. That's so, yeah. Yeah. Which is right up your alley. Like you love that. That's yeah. the game. But I mean, beyond that, it, I think he had the most, you know, most impact on me as a teacher because from him, what I, what I realized was, you know, I've had a lot of teachers in the past that if they don't get your attention, um, they'll often go straight to yelling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the things that he really showed all of the students is that he's not going to yell at you. Mm-hmm. That's not who he is. That's not what, you know, that's not going to get through to you. So instead what he would do is he'd look at you and he would make you feel this deep sense of regret <laughs> oh, dang. because you've disappointed him. Yes. And dude. he found a way to get you to feel that disappointment. Like, yeah. holy crap. Yeah. I am so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. You know, you were apologizing because you had disappointed him. Yeah. And it's like, and that's what really helped me. You know, when I finally decided to become a teacher, mm-hmm. I used his methods as kind of the basis to my own classroom management. That's awesome. Yeah. And so that was a huge help for me. Yeah. Okay. So you had Mr. P- you had Mr. Peters, who was a uh, um... Peters. Yep. Was math, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Skelsey was English, yep. and then Mr. McMahon, who was awesome. the physics and calc. That's awesome. Also good to hear uh, male teachers. That's Obviously, that's not huge anymore, usually, right. in, uh, in, in, in the education world. Um, some the guys need some male role models, too, and that's, that's hugely helpful to see, especially your, it, like in my mind, I have a very good male role model that influenced me in my teaching as well. So like, I can definitely relate. That's, that's super awesome, super good. Um, next thing, so shout out someone, you know, um, might have some good stories to share on the podcast. John Walker. Dude. Oh yes. I mean, that's just an easy one for me because I know John just has years of crazy antics that he's had to deal with. I feel like I need to get him and Christy Cox like in on a duo one. Oh, that'd be great. That, oh, I mean, so that good. would work wonderfully. Okay. Okay. I'll work on that. I'll work on the both of them. That's going to be dope. Oh, man, I'm so good. That's what, that's what I'm working for. Listen, season two, that's what I'm looking for. I'm trying to get all these people <laughs> that get shouted out. I will um, send you their numbers. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and then the last one, um, what is something, a little bit more serious note, uh, what is something, we're getting ready to come back into the school year again, um, especially after a crazy year as last year. Dude, you've been in, in, in education enough to know uh, school is a safe place for a lot of these kids because like their home life's right. rough, that kind of stuff. 
what is something that you want them to hear, especially from you or from your classroom or just in general, like to help them keep on keeping on? And it may not just be students. It may be faculty, maybe staff, maybe some parents, maybe some families, like something in general that you want them to know um, from you, from the education system, from us, like keep doing it, man. We, it, there's light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. I'm, I'm going to be honest, you know, throughout my, throughout my whole life, um, I've always been uh, somewhat of an underdog in a lot of scenarios, mm-hmm. but I've always found that failure is the absolute best teacher. Mm, yeah. Yeah. When, no matter how many times you try at something, you can always learn something from that track. So I don't care if you've, you know, done it a hundred times and you think you're great at it, keep doing it, you know, get better. I don't care if you've failed a hundred times, you're eventually going to succeed if you keep trying. Yeah. And I think for me, that just determination in education is a very big thing for a lot of kids, like especially these kids that, you know, maybe come from a harder, harder place than some others, you know, they get down when they fail at something Mm -hmm. and it's really hard for them to get back up. Um, I'd say that, you know, that's one of the biggest reasons I try to build relationships as fast as I can with kids because I want them to understand that, you know, when you fail at something, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Failure can be a motivator. It can also be, you know, that, that thing you learn from and truthfully failure has taught me more than succeeding ever will. Right. Right. Yeah. That's huge, man. That's, that's, oh man, if I could tell, I feel like, and you know me too, like, and we've talked a lot about, I've, I've, uh, bounced a lot of ideas off of Stuart as far as like how I should run my classroom and things have, he's given me great advice to be able to run things in my class and get them going right away and that kind of stuff too. And I think this is probably one of the big things too, that I've also taken away from just our friendship as well is that these kids don't need to look down on themselves because they mess up or they're not this singer. And like how I try to explain to them, listen, you're not all the same. Um, know that when you mess up, that's a opportunity, like you said, to continue moving yeah. forward, to continue to be better for it. And, um, and I can't tell you success. how many times, you know, I personally have messed up. I know I've done a lot of things wrong, yeah. but I've learned from them. Exactly. Yep. And, yep. you know, I think that what goes with that as well, other than just, you know, Failure is a great teacher. I think the other thing that people got to keep in mind is the idea of scope. Mm-hmm. The idea that is what happened going to define you next week? Is it going to be the thing that defines you next month? Yes. Five years from now, is it going to matter? Because if it doesn't, stressing about it today isn't going to help. Yep. yep. And being able to realize the difference between the things that are going to matter and the things that just don't matter. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. That is some, that is some good, good wisdom. I love having you on here. I think that's one of my favorite. I think one of the favorite things about this podcast is just hearing the wisdom from teachers having learned stuff and being able to try to impart that on students and upon other teachers or just helping them. Yeah. And honestly, I I think, you know, I, I really picked up on scope, not when I was in high school and stuff, but I understood it when I joined the military. Mm hmm. And during my time in the military, understanding, you know, I've done a lot of stuff in the military that was really hard and really um, cumbersome, both physically and emotionally. And I look at it now, like everything I do now is is so much easier than what I've already gone through. Right. Yeah. And so it, it really is just identifying the scope of what you're talking about. 
of what your what troubles you're having right now and being able to put them in place and put them you know in a in a kind of containment area in your own mind like all right is this going to matter next week no all right let's let's move on right yeah that's so good that's so good man dude Stu, it's been awesome having you on the podcast already dude um morgan always I, love you man dude i got it i got it and, I, and that's the thing i gotta say i'm probably gonna have you on again just because i got some other things planned um as far as like trying to bring in teachers for like a round table type thing um so look for that look for it again and we might it might be during yeah, school I'm, year we, i'm always available you know we got to discuss and try to try to help the education system as much as we can and just try to put stuff out there, man. So this is good. This is good. <laughs> Sounds wonderful, man. Nice. Well, that's it, peeps. The end of another episode of One School Podcast. There are plenty of stories out there. So if you or someone you know has a great story, share them with me at one.school.podcast at gmail.com so we can reminisce about those good old school days again. Find us on many social media platforms and give us a like and a follow. Until next episode, what happens at school hopefully gets us through school. Timo out, class dismissed.